You are the man now, dog. 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 Hello and welcome back to the Man Dog Pod. My name is Ryan Rosenberg, and I am, of course, your host with the mediumist amount. Mm. And alongside me is Mr. Dan Lippert, the host with the most. Wow. Well, the okay, host the most. Welcome, Dan. Ryan, <laughs> I'm sick of this negative self-talk. You've got it. Mediumist. The, no. You are the host with the most. Yeah, you could say it, yes. you can own it. Even if it's not true, why shouldn't it be true in your own head? Why can't you put it, it out there? It looks like I was fishing and got a big old compliment. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, and as you know, here at the Man Dog Pod, we are an improv and conversation podcast. We, of course, go out for free over the pod waves. And we have a Patreon. If you would like to support us, go to patreon.com slash you're the man now dog. We got all kinds of extended episodes videos, and other cool stuff. Thank you to everybody for supporting. But today, we also have two fantastic guests. How do you feel about these guests, Dan? I, look, a little peek behind the curtain. We did an episode. I left to get a coffee, and now we're doing another one. And on my walk to get a coffee, I just had, you know when you have those good feelings in your stomach, like, I'm a, I'm about to have a lot of fun. That's kind of how I yeah. felt. It was like, this is going to be really That's nice. That's lovely. That's really good. Well, let's just bring them on out, yeah, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. All righty, first guest, my old good buddy. You know him, you love him. It's Mono Agapian. Hello. <laughs> Whoa. I'm a- Coming I hot. like that. <laughs> All this coffee talk. Um, yeah, yeah. Hi, everyone. How are we doing? How are my dear Did- old friends doing? We're doing good. Did you just have a coffee? Had one earlier today, probably on too empty of a stomach. Um, mm-hmm. But I love it. Does that Every- send you spinning? Huh? Does that send you spinning on a no, nothing in your stomach? I don't know. It's like, it's a thrill ride. Every night I'm like, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. And every morning, I, every morning I gotta, I gotta have, I gotta chase it. This guy's gotta have his Java. Got it. (laughs) Got a Java. Got a Java. And the king of Java's here. So we have to bring him on. (laughs) Uh, DC Pearson. Hi, DC. I, yeah, the non-premium subscribers can't see it, but I'm wearing a sort of like Apollo Creed style warm-up uh, robe that says <laughs> King of Java on the back. And then two Starbucks baristas are going to come in from either side and remove it as we uh, as we get into it. Yeah, I love the brew. Um, I am actually – really I, I, I'm joking about the um, – well, actually, I'm not joking about any of that stuff I just said. What am I saying? But I, I do. I genuinely was, as Mono was talking about coffee, or as you guys were talking about coffee, having the same sort of like addict little thing where it's like it hits the part of your brain, the like mirror neurons, where you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I love coffee <laughs> mm-hmm. so much. I wish I was having some right now. So horny. Uh, I'm way too. I got. I've gotten way too into my home brewing like flow during, mm. uh, you know, in in what I'm now calling the classical uh, quarantine period. And uh, what do you do? I Hot brew, back. cold brew? What do you do? I honestly, I was realizing recently, I think as a function of 
drinking coffee at home and having that be like a thing where I'm like, that's at least one thing to look forward to in the day. It's April of 2020 or whatever. Um, <laughs> I do. I don't know if I like cold brew anymore because I've gotten so into making coffee at home. Mm. I brew mm-hmm. hot coffee. It's pour over. It's the whole thing. It's like a little Japanese funnel Ooh. thing called the Kalita Ooh. wave. Ooh. And, and I, I just recently changed my coffee server, the like little thing that it goes into that we pour the coffee out of. That doesn't affect it as much. I just, I broke the previous one and had to get a new one, but I still like way obsessed <laughs> way too much. And uh, I love, I it. just like it. But Mono, much like you, I I am suddenly conscious of having coffee on an empty stomach. I don't know if it's part of getting older, but now if I get coffee when I'm like out and about, I feel like I have to get a little something. Now I have to get a little yeah. cookie mm-hmm. or something. Like now yeah. I know why the biscotti's yeah. there and I like I have to get the cookie. <laughs> I gotta. It'll be good for yep, me. Exa- yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the workaround suddenly. I had my right. coffee this morning with a Popeye's biscuit. <gasps> really? It's yes. fresh or so good. old? Uh, yes. A couple days old. Funny story there too, but old. I'll tell you this. I put, I toasted that bitch. I put butter on it, flaky sea salt, and then jam. Wow. It was, you kind of went chef on it. It was awesome. Yeah, You went John Favreau's chef on there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you abandoned your son and kept cooking <laughs> violently. I love it. It was a little bit uh, HBO Max's Selena plus chef, too. It was oh. like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to try. <laughs> that was great. But I got I tell you guys, I got, okay, here's what happened. I went to Popeye's and I tried to get the blackened chicken tenders. And um, they were like, it's going to, they were like, it's going to be five minutes. And I was like, that's fine. And they were like, <sighs> okay. So we then, really don't like making these. Yes. So I, <laughs> they did not like making them. I'll tell you how much so. They then, so they, I pull up to the window and my order's ready, but it is not what I ordered. It is a family fried chicken tender meal mm. with like a bunch of chicken tenders, biscuits, and two sides. And I couldn't tell, I I first of all, didn't know I drove away and I was like, oh my God, they gave me the wrong thing, but I can't decide. Did they give me the wrong thing just to shut me up and get me away? (laughs) Because in their mind, more, a lot of a wrong order is better than less of an accurate order. Yeah, right. They're just like, we're not going to get, it's so, yeah, exactly. It's so much work to do this thing that we don't want to do. It's so easy for us to make this other stuff. We're making it all day. (laughs) Do you think it was on purpose or by accident? That's a great question. It feels on purpose, don't you think? It felt mm-hmm. like it. The, the that'll be five minutes moment is like, I think to me, the big hint that it was on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That'll be five minutes for us to decide how we're going to configure this lot. <laughs> and it worked on me. I was like, well, right. they gave me a lot. <laughs> so I was it's like. It's not blackened, but it is chicken. It's a lot of chicken. I was like pretty pumped about it. Yeah, heck yeah. Popeye's is good. I kind of slept on Popeye's for too long. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's yeah. very good. And remember when everything in society was just geared around their chicken sandwich? Oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And we're still murders. feeling the ripples. And like, I just got an Instagram ad the yes. other day for Panera, where Panera is now like <laughs> truly just like in its dirtbag era. And Panera, which used to try to be like, we're healthy, we're clean, we're whatever. There's right, a soup right. with like an apple in it or whatever. <laughs> now Panera is just like, we got to fried chicken spicy chicken sandwich or something which is insane like it's so off target for them but then it just is they're just like let's just go with whatever people want like we're just all drifting 
algorithmically right. toward the same, <laughs> everything being exactly the same. Right. Still bring your laptop, still hang for four hours, <laughs> right. but you're going to eat a big, greasy chicken, Sam. It really has <laughs> like, like so how opposite. are you doing fellow teens vibes to it. Like, <laughs> hey, Panera, <laughs> right. I want you, I really want to talk through this with whoever's idea it was. Who do you imagine is coming in here? Who on uh-huh. earth, what is the circumstance <laughs> that you think know. someone is coming to this? Do you think it's, you're trying to get the irony buyers that just like do it <laughs> once and that'll get enough? Or like, who is it? Every time I've been to a Panera, I'll be honest, it's mostly employees. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of yeah. alone. And it feels like there's like five to six employees handling like six stations. And I'm like, it's all bread and sauce. Shouldn't there just be yes. two guys, one station? Wait, they have the least pin downable demographic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all over the place. I want to say it's always been like like one uh one mom, uh someone who seems <laughs> like to have just left the ER. Um, <laughs> like you're saying a teen. Like it's like I yeah. don't know who eats here. Right. I think it's a mom. I think that mom is also like, I'm on the verge of snapping, but I haven't completely just the bottom <laughs> hasn't fallen out where I'm like, fuck it, we're getting long, yeah. long John Silvers on right. a Tuesday night. I think she's like, we're still, yeah. this is still healthy. This is still whatever, but you you're, know what I mean? You're not getting the chicken right. sandwich. You're getting turkey. And yeah, Panera's yeah. kicking her in the teeth right now with that choice. To put that on the menu. Right. I feel like Panera came out right before we all societally learned that bread was bad yes. for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was like Panera, the new healthy thing. It's a loaf of bread and a piece of Caesar salad. Right. And then we and then one month later, like Fauci was like, can't do Fauci. that or whatever. Yeah. Fauci. Not a lot of people were up on Fauci at that time. But he was out and there. Like, if you catch up on some of Fauci's older that stuff, fucking like, that con, yes. oh, con from this the was like young. Fauci's blue his name is, yeah. you know? It was like his early good stuff. I um yeah. the, the thing with uh, that Panera makes me think of is the moment in my life in my like mid twenties where you learned that like your family's fast food places weren't everybody's mm-hmm. or like for me, it was like, Oh, of course everyone gets La Salsa instead of Baja fresh. <laughs> you go to Subway instead <laughs> of Quiznos and you go to Wiener. Schnitzel. Of course everyone gets La Salsa. <laughs> I haven't even seen a La Salsa. <laughs> I see a La Salsa and I run the other direction. <laughs> was that, was that the one that was in opposition to Baja fresh? Well, Chipotle, I would say more. So oh, I actually sure, did sure, like Baja right. fresh, but uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was the first antagonistic one that came to my head. But like, when I came yes. here and nobody had gone to La Salsa, I was like, oh, La Salsa was the place for me. Uh-huh. And this was where? In Tucson, Arizona. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Dan, you had, speaking <laughs> well, as a fellow Arizonan, well, you had so many better options. It wasn't like yeah. La Salsa all, always. It, but, you know, because right. there's like the places by the University of Arizona that you would, or anywhere in Tucson, really. But mm-hmm. sometimes you're just at the Safeway and uh, La Salsa's <laughs> around the corner right. and it's just the easiest option. <laughs> Never right. had a La Salsa. Never had I wish it. I hadn't leaned into defending myself. I should have just really thrown thrown out the idea of Southern Arizona, <laughs> right. Sonoran Mexican well, food. I mean, like, La Salsa's where it's at. <laughs> I walk right past the so taco truck and buy La Salsa Salsa Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other interesting thing is that it's like Subway v. Quiznos, or that's like... My favorite Supreme know, Court case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They stole our toaster. Uh-huh. Yeah, to me, that's just like two two villains. That's oh, yeah. just like yes. the yes. Joker no v. Penguin. One. It's like, what? They're both right. horrible. It's where's Batman? Yeah, what the- yeah. <laughs> where the hell is Batman? Who the hell?
Turn on his damn light. Batman should just kill one of these sandwich shops, then we know where to eat. <laughs> no, that's against his code, Ryan. It's important. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think Batman should take out a gun and shoot one of these sandwich shops. <laughs> I always... I had a, I grew up from a, in a divorce family and with my mom, we would, there was a shopping center where we would go to, I would go to Togo's cause I love Togo's and she would go to Rubio's, which was right next door. Oh. And neither of which I love really anymore. But as a kid, I, I would get a cheese sandwich from Togo's that was just <laughs> loaded with cheese. <laughs> like and, and dry cheese, not melted, melted, melted. No, dry, dry. dry. It was a cheese. <laughs> it was like cheese and mayonnaise. And I thought it was food. You know what I mean? I get But like I was too old, like that's maybe suitable for like a six-year-old, but I was doing it like 13, you know? Yeah. But it was weird because we would go to two separate sort of fast food places and that was sort of like a routine we would all do. But then with my dad, we would just go to like a sports bar where there was no other kids. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was like these two weird experiences that none of my friends were having because they're like, no, we're not going to two separate restaurants. And no, we're not taking you to Durango's (laughs) or whatever it was. (laughs) And I remember my mom was even like, that sports bar? Like, why you got to go to that one? It's weird. It's just dark in there. And it totally was. I don't know. That's, that's good. That's one of those bars where they don't. They it's like it's a sports question mark bar where you're like it's not. It just says sports yeah. on the side. Yeah. Like yes. it does. Does it really? Totally. It's like oh yeah, no. They do have some pay per view like boxing and stuff. It, it's most right. they, they had a shitty TV and a pool table. <laughs> uh, it's mostly just announcing like it's weird men here. Like it's <laughs> yeah. yes. we can't say men only, but that ends up being sort of what it is, right? <laughs> I just, okay, I just went into a bar. Stop me at any moment. I just went into the bar. You, you know, I know where the, um, what's it called? On Hollywood, the Frolic Room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the clientele was so funny. It was like all aged out stuntmen. Oh. Like that really? was kind of what I would call that demographic where I was like, and it's kind of giving me the same vibe of like, men. Like mm-hmm. just yeah. in the most traditional sense, almost men from like a, the background of a 70s sitcom. Yeah. I was like, right. who are these people? Just, how did they get here? You can't park even on this block. Exactly. Yeah. How right. do they end up in here? Yeah. They exactly. all claim that once upon a time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt's character was based on them. They're yeah. like, that, yeah, that's me. He kinda, <laughs> yes. I, he, yeah. I used to see, I used to rent from Tarantino's blockbuster and I would tell him a lot of old stories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Every other guy in there in Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> <sighs> and now it's all Vine stars. There you go. <laughs> right. That's there. That's there. I just meant that area in general. Or no, I mean, yeah. it was, yeah. I guess, like five years ago when Vine was still a thing. But now it's all TikTok. Right. Or maybe yeah. Did they, Probably. Did they transfer did over healthily? I don't know. But I also don't know that, like, <laughs> I feel like TikTok doesn't, like, Vine was truly, it felt like it was just like, this is just teens on here doing whatever stuff. And then they all, right. like, immediately, like, migrated to other places. And now they're, like, you know. Like Logan Paul bought a Pokemon card for $5 million or whatever. But like TikTok, (laughs) it doesn't feel as clean to just say like TikTok, like people say like TikTok teens, but I feel like TikTok also is like, it'll be like a viral video will be like this retirement community is making a bunch of TikToks (laughs) or this one. It doesn't feel as clean to just be like TikTok star equals some teen. Yeah. It's like way easier to go viral or maybe not easier, but like. 
to become a thing because of the algorithm that people watch over and over again. Vine didn't feel as mm -hmm. algorithm based. It felt like uh, Vine felt like you blow up, but you still have to move to LA. TikTok, it feels like, hey, do this from the ranch. We yeah. don't care. <laughs> you know, like we'll send the money there, or or you know, it feels like people are staying in their own lane but still getting huge. Yeah, yeah. right. They're becoming the I'm the this guy, but I do this thing. Yeah, Vine also right. it felt like it had to be like. Somebody is going to do a bad capture of this vine that then is going to blow up on Twitter and people are going to be like, this is really funny. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I follow. Well, there's one person I see on TikTok all the time who is a, a, a young lady with Tourette's. But mm -hmm. she's also like, it's weird. It kind of gives me hope for the future because she's just like a young lady with Tourette's talking candidly about her Tourette's. But she's like a young girl living her life. Like she's like, there's no part of it where it's like a sob story. She's like, I have Tourette's. So I'm going to tell you to suck my hole, but um, that's, you know, that's just my life. It was, it was, it's interesting. It's like that, there was no space for that yeah. in Vine right. or any other right. iteration of social media. It's, mm -hmm. it, I've seen, go, no, go sorry, go ahead, Dan. I've just seen the same young lady and she's really funny to me. Like yeah, she, she's funny. She has Tourette's and the way that it manifests is like when she sort of has a tick, it comes out in like a teenage sense of humor sometimes. Yeah. And I, I'm like, oh, I really like that. I like, like, yeah. I enjoy it. You know, it's nice. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. The, there's such a weird thing where it's like the thing that is making us the least empathetic and the most isolated is also like creating a new type of way to be empathetic and learning about people. And I am so curious yeah. what it will mean. Like someone told me that they're, daughter who's like 11 like he was like do you want to watch turning red and she was like um another like uh another movie where a uh, disney movie where a woman of color is portrayed as an animal no thank you and i was like uh -huh. oh my god that is like 30 years ahead of my brain but it also worries me that you're going to be trained to like find the wrong thing about everything which is kind of yeah. what people do and i'm like that is empathetic right. and good but the attitude is very internet-y about it, where it's like Have you limiting. seen the backlash, the 9-11 backlash about Turning Red? No. This is wild. The 9-11, the, the people that did 9-11 didn't like Turning Red? <laughs> if you can believe this. Um, and, and they interviewed them personally. <laughs> Madhead, Madhead. No, um, everyone, like, they someone online was like, it's insane that they don't mention 9-11 and turning red. <laughs> so someone said that. And then the entire internet ganged up on that person and has now been like, yeah, you're right. It's insane that they don't talk about communism and turning red. Like they're just kind of like piling on this person and like mocking them mm -hmm. because this person thought that they were going to make like a political Ugh. stand by saying turning red should have acknowledged that these kids were present during the 9-11 oh, era. I am absolutely obsessed when someone like learned that the way you get value on the internet is trying to take something down and then they try mm -hmm. to take it down and it backfires. It's yep. my favorite thing <laughs> in the whole world. <laughs> you got, I don't know how to find this piece of internet, but I keep finding it. So you, you will see yeah. it. Maybe you just find the hashtag turning red or whatever, but yeah, it's exactly that. Um, I, I've maybe taught, I got, I went down a huge wormhole with, maybe you guys saw this like last year, this woman was like using her babysit her like hot 18 year old babysitter for clout. She would like post a bunch of videos of like my babysitter show, like teaching me X, Y, or Z, or like me trying out the booty pants that my babysitter wears. But then she posted one that was like, 
her husband doing the um uh nobody puts baby in the corner what movie is that the uh, 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 dirty dancing, oh, dirty dirty dancing, dancing yeah. like lift yeah. with the babysitter uh-huh. for clout she posted it and everybody was like they're cheating he's fucking her he's fucking the babysitter like and it became a huge thing and so she had to post a response video that was like oh my we God. have a very healthy relationship with our little young babysitter and the internet is so dirty and then it like so it was her trying to use this like young girl for clout and then everybody being like this uh you making fun of her and then her being like it's so crazy that you guys are judging this woman on this thing. And it's like, no, you just got what you deserved. Right. Yeah. Someone finally called out that this yeah. is weird. <laughs> yeah. So uh, weird. But can I say, Dan, the the motion that you did for the lift mm. from Dirty Dancing, I knew I couldn't summon the words Dirty Dancing in my head. But as soon as you started doing it, it was so evocative. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And that's really the power of cinema, I think. that it, It's a visual medium for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can really tell a lot without saying anything. Okay. Okay. So I just... This is weird, but I started this little TikTok, okay? And I don't really like being on camera, but I feel like I sort of have like a director's eye. So I was wondering, as our babysitter, if, you know, every time you came over, we would just record a little one. Just a quick little TikTok for the family, you know? Is that okay? Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. that sounds, that, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, no okay. Um, okay, that's awesome. So I was thinking for the first one, we would have you sort of, do the um, you know, the airplane uh, feeding little Tommy here, and then at the yeah. end, turn around and show your little booty. Uh, um, okay, I, I mean, he loves the airplane. Like he loves, he loves yeah. that so yeah. much. Um, yeah. He's been really. See there, I just, I, I even just me doing it with my hand. He, he's like, he's like, oh, he's go. getting hungry. But I do, so I do want to feed him because he is getting hungry. But I do just want to say, right. here you go, Tommy. Here, um. Here you go. And, oh, that's good. And pop that booty. So do you want me to lift him out of the seat or I don't understand? I don't understand. But- no, I want you're you're cute. Right. And on the Thanks. Internet, they love young, cute girls. You know, I wish that was me still. But I just you know, I figured if we if we show the cute thing of the baby, you know, we sort of get moms and sensitive people. And then when we show the booty. We get the you know, the young men to watch. We're just really trying to blow this up. I, I, it just kind of honestly just makes me feel uncomfortable. Like I've, I have my own TikTok account. I mostly just like surf. I don't really post my own stuff, but I was just seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, something about just how like society teaches us to value these things and just sort of, it doesn't, I'm I'm just really not comfortable with that. I don't, I'm just not comfortable being seen in that, in that way. Okay. Totally. Totally. I don't want to pressure you into anything. Obviously we're just going out for a few hours tonight and I want to make sure that you're comfortable here. So that's yeah. totally fine. That's that's fine. I'll Silhouette just go. challenge. Yeah. What's that, Tommy? Oh, that's a good yeah. idea, Tommy. Yeah. You could do the wet challenge where you put on a white T-shirt and then dump a bucket of water on your head yeah. for Alzheimer's. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if by chance it hits sort of a different demographic also, then that's cool, too. Yeah, okay, yeah. first of all, he is three months old. So for him to be able to say, like, multisyllabic words and he's clapping and he These clearly kids, understands that, that is incredible. Like, I just need you to understand. They're really like, online that is early so, I just feel like even just that, like, people would probably just go crazy for just him saying words. Totally. I don't know if I need to, if we need to, the other thing even enters totally. into it. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like. 
Well, I put ice in the water so it'll be really cold when you dump it on your head. And then um, we can see what the kid's reaction is. I feel like a lot of times when babies start laughing and surprise, that's what people are really wanting to see. So that's all it is. I, um, I'm so torn because my grandfather does suffer from Alzheimer's. I just went mm. to see him last week. He barely even recognized me. He was like, you know, you're... Um, this, he thought I was my grandma or something. It was weird. It was just weird. So like that really hits close to home to me. So I do want to, I do want to help. Like I want to raise money. Um, but I just don't. Okay. It's, it's clear that this is uncomfortable. I'm obviously going a little too far. And that was Tommy's. Oh, Tommy said. Would you mind picking him up? Maybe we'll just yeah, do no a problem. Okay, babysitting okay, video. Tommy, come here, sweetie. Come here. I don't. He just he stopped. He stopped right away. And oh, I don't that want that. To, I don't want that to make you feel self conscious because like you're his mom and whatever. But yeah, I can never get him to stop crying. Badlands chug like Badlands. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I don't understand. What was that, Tommy? Badlands. <laughs> oh, she wants you to. Tommy wants you to chug our favorite alcohol on video. <laughs> and then if you get sick, who knows? Maybe that's good for viewership. We don't okay, know. Well, I just don't know that. I'm, that's. I feel like so many of my friends would make fun of me for like, oh, my God, the people that you babysit for offered you alcohol. And you said right, no. Right. But like, I, I'm going to have to say right. no because I am 18. I'm underage. I definitely don't want to do it on camera because I'm trying to get into school. That's a good point. Oh, no. You made Tommy crap. You made Tommy crap his little diaper. He, when he gets unhappy, he craps out of defiance. <laughs> Tommy, I'm so sorry this TikTok no wasn't going how you wanted. I'll go change him. You guys go. You have a good time. You, you know, okay. we, you're probably late for your dinner reservation. I'll go change him. It's not a problem. Okay. Well, we'll just record one on our way out. Honey, you ready? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I had to hit the restroom one more time, but I'm good. <laughs> okay. So you've gone four times now. Let's are you go. Good? <laughs> let's go. We're late. Tommy we takes are. after his Maybe. daddy. We're late. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, right. leaving for the night. Um, we're leaving our little Tommy with our with our responsible babysitter. There they Hi, are. Hi, everybody. Let's work together oh. to end Alzheimer's. Uh, that's just my little <laughs> thing that I care about. Splash! Oh, <laughs> oh no, my pants! <laughs> okay, the water managed to completely miss me and just hit your husband and baby. All three of us in the family are crapping and you're just standing there dry doing nothing. Hey, I Guys, saw you in that. Me. Is I saw you in that. <laughs> babysitter video. I'm sorry to come up to you in the Starbucks, but um, I saw you in that video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say you should be absolutely ashamed. Mentioning Alzheimer's around a baby like that who can't really comprehend <laughs> the nuance and the, the pain of that disease, it, it was really hard for me to see. Um. Okay. I mean, well, I feel weird because I would say that there's just no way that he would even understand the concept or understand words, but he does say a lot of words and he really seems to understand a lot of complex concepts. So yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it in front of him, but I mean, that's a part of life, I, you know, and I watch this babysitter get pwned in a Starbucks. Wait, he doesn't even know what to now? say at all. Yeah. Please don't film me right now. You don't have my permission. Oh, uh, yes, I do. 
<laughs> Stupid babysitter doesn't know how to care for kids. <laughs> You've been pawned. <laughs> okay, I don't spend a ton of time on TikTok, but I know that that I think it's like outdated slang. Like I think that's old. Pound? Pound? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Pound is done, huh? What do we say now? I don't maybe it's not. I don't know. It's we see this up. guy uh, like deleting a bunch from a script he's <laughs> working on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> sir. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I mean I don't know. I'm 18 and I none of my friends say it. I oh, okay. Um yeah, no, I don't say it either. <laughs> now we say whack, right? We say whack. It's God whack. dang, we got to do a page 1 rewrite. Don't. <laughs> no. No, no, this is fine. We're good. Fellas, um, do you really do you, do you think maybe you should be having this conversation in private? This is a studio meeting here. This is a development meeting. Don't record me. We- <laughs> don't record me while I'm saying this. What are you doing? I'm not turning me. Look, I record all my meetings because I take a lot of meetings every day. And so I'm just trying to, you know, remember what it's like. I don't have a secretary anymore or I'm sorry, receptionist anymore. And uh, (laughs) so I record all my meetings because I want to be able to look back. And then when you bring me the draft and I say we agreed that the the protagonist's arc should be more clear and, and, and her wants should be more, you know, whatever that I'm like, I thought that I said that. And, you know, when you bring it back and it's, it's garbage. You're not going to make me the Karen of this studio. I am not a Karen. Okay. <laughs> I am not a Karen. I'm going to start filming you. Oh my God. She's freaking out. <laughs> no, no, no hey, I'm not. you do not have my permission to film me with your, you. I can only be recorded on the thing I'm already no. recording. I'm recording you. Ow, he hit me. He hit me. Oh, he hit me. He's killing me. He killed me. No, I'm not. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not recording. I'm not, I'm not. I am recording. I'm not killing or hitting anybody. This is very clear to everyone you visually. You killed me. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you killed me. That's a real, by the way, that is a real that's a real Karen video that, I, that makes you me laugh. You killed me. You killed me. Yes. So she, this Karen, gets caught. Like <laughs> you, this Karen gets caught stealing someone else's mail, and then like a package. And then he, the guy's like, "You're stealing my package," and he and she's like, "I don't believe it's yours," you know. And then he takes it back, but I think in like the push and pull. He like hits her with the package and she just immediately falls down and starts saying, you killed me. That's like a Nick Swartzen Reno 911. Yes. Level. Yeah. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Absolutely Nick Swartzen. Swartzen-esque. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't get over, I like I have this, I mean, just the world that we're in, but like this, this, I have this like feeling in my head that I haven't been able to like eloquently say that there is like something cultural where everyone is so aware that everything can be talked about or seen that the anything that they do. So everyone is Mm -hmm. constantly making the most heightened choice. Now it feels like where it's Mm. like, what is the, like it, it, I feel like it happens in like basketball where it's like, what's the craziest trade that could happen uh, James Harden's mm-hmm. going to want to leave right away and like, and, and Ben Simmons is going to mm-hmm. go to Brooklyn and that's just as crazy as it can be. So it will happen. But it feels like that's the thing on planes now where everyone's like, I'm being watched. 
this could go viral. So I'm going to be as crazy as possible when I'm stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's a weird thing. It's also a weird thing, too, that like any clip is truth now. Like, right. I, I think I saw one of these ladies freaking out where like she was in one of those like town hall setups. And she was like, of course, like those are also filmed, like where they film the entire room. But she also fell to the floor being like, they're shocking me or they're tasing me. <laughs> and it, but you see the wide shot where it's her just <laughs> just falling <laughs> of her own volition. Yeah, But I mean, if someone saw her video, they could be like, whoa, they, they attacked her. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's like, it's just so cr- I, And I try like my best to kind of not engage with the videos because I'm like, this is, yeah. it, 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 I, I'm, I feel like in some way I'm encouraging it just by watching it. But then there's like, you got to see it. There's that guy in the movie theater that looked like Big, Biff Whiff, like Santa Claus, who like won't mm-hmm. leave the theater and he's got his leather jacket on. And he's like, yes. did you guys see this one? It was like, no, it yes. was two days after the one woman did stand up in the theater. That went Oh, viral. I saw the stand up lady. Mm. <laughs> what did he uh, And he, this guy, like they want, he, he sat in someone else's seat and he was like, mm. what does it matter? I'm in this seat. They're in that seat. And he's just, he's literally oh. like a 55 year old man throwing a tantrum. And mm-hmm. they just kind of let him go. And they're like, sir, you have to leave. And they're just standing there. And finally, he decides to leave. But he says something as he's putting his jacket on where he's like, I still think I'm right. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm wrong, but I'm leaving. And it's like, there is this. I'm doing all the things a wrong person would dad. do. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. And they were like, we'll pay for your ticket. We'll give you a drink. You have to leave. I think he argues the free drink. I think they say they're going to get a drink. <laughs> oh, he I does? Think they go, like, we'll better. pay for your ticket. And he goes, you guys got I want a free missed. drink. I should get a free drink. And they're like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's he like, needed yeah. to feel like he beat somebody at something to, to right. not be embarrassed. The, oh, uh, there are also, I feel like the, the Karens get all the press, I think maybe because there's like the catchy term for it. But I do think that the like, it is a more pernicious thing of like exactly the kind of guy you described. Like the mm-hmm. sort of like over 50 like I don't even know if it fully just maps to like politically whatever Mm -hmm. although that kind of guy usually it's like yeah he's probably a Trump supporter just by just like demographically like white guy in his 50s who's just like mad for no reason about about something Mm -hmm. but like it does feel like those guys are the guys where you really are like you're fully dangerous and it just comes out of a thing of like being a like again being a dad who's kind of like caught and being like well I don't no, that's not, I don't want to, I can't admit that I'm wrong. I feel mm-hmm. aggrieved by everything in my life. So I'm just going to decide that this is like some, like, this right. shall not stand kind yeah. of a, like a moment. What I did, let's set that aside. The way you spoke to me about <laughs> yeah. it, that's the issue. Yeah, <laughs> Because they have never in their whole life, it, like there's just cultural for like, I feel like most people and most men, never in their mm-hmm. whole life been able to say, I'm embarrassed right now. Right. Or like, I feel uh, ashamed. So it's got to come out in this other way because they can't handle (laughs) that. I I decided, I didn't decide. It was a completely unconscious thing where I'm like, I had a moment like that recently where I did feel embarrassed, but I, and it's a very common thing that happens to me. Like just literally this thing has happened to me multiple times in my life because I'm the kid from the far side cartoon that's like pushing the polling, whatever. <laughs> like when I was in my family growing up, they were like, that's you. And I had to kind of be like, I know, you know, but like I was walking, I was picking up food from a restaurant the other night 
And like, it was like hopping. It was like Friday night, whatever. I like pick up the food. I'm like walking towards the door. I have my mask on. I don't know why that matters, but for some reason it does just for my Uh own image of myself in that moment. (laughs) And I'm Uh walking out of the door and I just, for whatever reason, like it wasn't like I was like, there's not a door here or I don't need to like push it or pull it for it to be open, but it was mostly glass and just something about it. I don't know if it was just like, it was pull and I was supposed to push or vice versa, but basically I just like, I walked right into the glass, like just fully just like (laughs) my head on the glass. Like it wasn't like a screen door moment where you don't know the screen doors there. Like I knew there was a door there, Mm -hmm. but for some reason my head hit the door made like a, it didn't hurt that bad. It wasn't like a real hard one, but it was a true like bonk. It made a bonk sound. (laughs) And I just completely pre-consciously embarrassed full of this, like in front of this like cool Brooklyn restaurant full of people just went like pre completely pre-consciously just went, (laughs) <laughs> and then so a bonk and then a yeah it was a, it was like a i was i a in my mind i was laughing at myself but I, I, yeah. I feel like the way it came out, the combination of like sheer embarrassment and just like, well, that's me. That's another day in my life. But I'm also not acting like it didn't happen, came out in this <laughs> high pitched sort of like vaguely Riddlery, jokery sort of, <laughs> you know, and that, that was and then I heard as I was leaving these guys who were sitting outside, I'll kind of be like they were laughing in a way that made me be like, it's definitely about me. Yeah. But for some reason, the fact that I had laughed first made it like right. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not just a guy who is embarrassed because he like bonked his head as like a grown up in this cool restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm now a figure of strangeness. Because I'm wearing a mask, I hit the thing, and I went. (laughs) And so it felt alternately better and worse, and I don't know why. Yeah, in the time you, like, got your food and left, they had created their own little funny story about you and, like, (laughs) your little life that they just put together to make fun of you. (laughs) Oh, a million Hey, do you guys remember Bonk Laugh, guys? Bonk Laugh. I had another thing like that recently where it wasn't that, but just the idea that you're going to become something to someone else where um, my wife and I have now started getting a babysitter occasionally because we have a baby. And that just became a thing where we were like, I guess we have to figure out how to do that now, which is its own whole thing. (laughs) And just having, you just see your home in a different way when Mm. somebody comes into your, like just when you have like a guest Mm. over or anything or family member or anything like that, you just suddenly see it through their eyes before they come over. And I opened Mm -hmm. the, the fridge door like, half an hour before the babysitter came over and I just saw that we had three or four tubs of sour cream in our top because we had made pierogies recently and we had like used some sour cream. We had like topped it Uh with sour cream and I think we forgot we even had some sour cream before that. Uh So we just had so much sour cream and I got genuinely self-conscious that she was going to take, I just wrote this whole story in my head of like, she's going to open the fridge because it's it's a babysitter. It's a help yourself to anything in the fridge kind of situation. Open the fridge, see, and then we're just going to be a picture in her like group chat where it's just like, oh, and and it's going to be a thing where it's like, are you going over to sour cream families tonight <laughs> and i just wrote that whole thing in my head uh-huh. so quickly like and it just became reality to me but i didn't do anything about it i didn't move them around or anything so i was like yeah we just right, got a lot of sour right. cream right now i don't know quickly marrying the sour cream <laughs> never Ew. ryan never mixed sour cream. <laughs> it's, it's a not. cultured product you don't want to mix yes. those oh, ecosystems i don't know if that's real or not <laughs> right. that sounds it seems real. like it it's close enough yeah um well, yeah, so um, basically, since we've got the dogs and everything, we'll try to 
leave the house while you're um while you're doing all the housekeeping and um oh sure yeah no either way i'm used to either either yeah we just don't want them to be in your way or whatever and um oh okay um oh um uh, we watched Garden State like kind of as a joke last night. I uh, just uh, it's I'm seeing here on the DVD. So <laughs> I forgot about it. It was yeah, ironic. That's sorry. What we're not like that. It, uh, like we liked it when it came out, but we know it's kind of funny to watch Garden. Oh, State. Oh, I, I see. see that yeah. it's out right you have here. the the Blu-ray here. I yeah, see. we had to buy it last night. We had to get it hand delivered. It was a gag because uh, we right. thought it would I mean, be funny, and then it wasn't on any of the streaming services. Oh. Weirdly, even though the this is where I leave you is that his his Kickstarter one. That yeah. one was on streaming yeah. services. Okay, and if you look on the DVR, there's going to be like a ton of scrubs. Okay, but it's not. It's, I won't. Uh, well, okay. it's on the DVR. The DVR when you want to, even if you want to have something playing the mm-hmm. next time you come, since this might be like a oh. monthly thing. That, oh, I would love to thank you. Uh, first of all, I hope I do a good enough job that it warrants me coming back. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I won't be turning on the TV. I have a headphone in, so I'll be doing my own thing. No worries on that. We named the dog Turk before Scrubs came out. I, I'm just see, noticing now that you're going to hear me call you the did. dog Turk. Yeah, it's an old dog. What Can I ask what the origin of it was? Well, I was a big Turok <laughs> fan from the video games, but that was a little too aggressive. So we got it. Just Turk. Okay. You remember Turok, oh, the video games? I think it started. Oh, yeah, the dinosaur hunter. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including. Yeah, okay. uh, and we did name the other one. We named the other dog JD, sure. but that was only because of the Turk joke. No, that's great. Right. I mean, I love Turok. I think that's a lot. That I could talk about all day. You know, Garden State, I couldn't talk about. I don't know much about that. Um, it seems, right. okay. Oh, yeah. But, um, well, the, there's some sweet parts. Don't get me wrong. There's some sweet parts and there's there's some emotional. Yeah, there's some resonance. Well, stuff. there's some funny there's some parts. Funny parts. <laughs> there, there's some and Sarsgaard, I'll watch anything with Sarsgaard. Yeah. Oh, he's in yeah. it? Braff. What's that? He's in Peter it? Peter Sarsgaard? Oh, yeah. I think it's where I first, you know, discovered him. Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Help yourself no to worries. the fridge. I, just, uh, I don't want you to feel any sort of way. I am not here to judge your home. I'm here to make it clean and as beautiful as it can. That's be. nice. That's nice. We've had some cleaners in the past who sort of said some stuff that made us feel a little unnerved. Just they just noticed a little too much. Yeah, you know? I know if you're going to be. Oh my god, going home to your friends and saying like, "Oh, I got to go clean the the crazy braff obsessive or whatever the funny term for that." I would, would never. Be like, we're not right. like that, right? No. All right. I would never call you autobraffs. What I mean, was that? Which is what I. Autographs, Shit. which is what I call that's what I hear that you're called on the on online. I would never I think say this is that. Don't online. go in the den if you don't want to see a lot of memorabilia. There's a lot of memorabilia in the den where we do have some autograph autographs. And I am so sorry. We no, just, I'm so sorry I even brought that up. That was gauche of me. I think no, this isn't I, gonna I, work okay. out. We're gonna stay home and I think we'll let you go. <laughs> no, 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 I'll pay you for it. I'll pay you for it. No, I just think no, that this please. isn't gonna work out. I think I am too self conscious. Even there's nothing you could say to make me feel better anymore. No, I, I please, I, I, I don't. I, I, I just want you guys to know I've cleaned way weirder places than this. This is not weird. Whew, I, good. I, I, I cleaned a home where the owner was obsessed with Caroline in the city. Uh, I, I really yeah. um, okay. So, um, I'm gonna leave, but before we go, you're gonna see a lot of little cartoons uh, everywhere. Just little kind of cutesy '90s kind of. <laughs> okay. They look like they would be in a Hallmark card, but they're not exactly that. But it's like similar. Okay. Um, those yeah, are no, no worries. 
hey, I'm just here to do my job. Don't, no need to explain it. I'm happy to clean your home the way you need it cleaned. <laughs> Thanks. And so that's pretty much what you're going to see is just those cartoons everywhere. Um, and they're going to be all over the place. And just don't, yeah. you also Leah. will maybe, I'm sorry? Leah, you seem to, you, you love Leah. Oh huh? my God. Leah Thompson. Yes. She um, how do you what know What a chameleon. Leah? How do you what, know? Oh, just, just what a chameleon of an actor, oh, you know? My, yeah. She can do it all. Just whether it's being Caroline in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. Or, I'm sorry. Or I just wanted you to finish your thought. Oh, what else? Caroline in the city or the mom in Back to the Future? <laughs> yeah. The range. Both women. And um, also older her in Back to the Future? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think we all remember But also younger, that. you know? Younger. Yeah, well, again, I'm not here to look at your house. I'm just here to make it clean. Um, I hope you're okay. I only use organic products, so I hope that's okay. Why wouldn't um, it be okay? <laughs> um, I just want you to know, you know, I'm going to clean it uh, to the best of my ability. Uh, no, no bleach. No bleach in my cleaning regimen. Hey, thanks for coming over. We have a dirtier than normal house no right oh and no 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 i i feel bad honestly i just want to make sure you're going to use industrial you know major grade stuff because some of the you know heaven's juice or whatever these freaking organic ones are called they just don't work so i'm if you could use some simple green or uh pine saw that kind of stuff real ammonia type stuff i'd really appreciate Shit, that. you know i don't use i do have some in the in the car i don't i usually okay. i do i do usually use heaven's juice i but okay. i can use all the hardcore stuff all the stuff yeah like world war ii stuff right right borax yeah. comments yeah. so, and uh, thank, you, thank you for coming to clean we just want everything clean here at the compound before we uh join the asteroid that will be passing by earth uh we just want it very Wait. clean because we'll, of course, be gone, but there will be a lot of news crews through here, and we want it to look Wait. our best. We want to mm -hmm. represent very well. Mm -hmm. And we have this, our own proprietary brand of cleaner that our leader uh, has created that he's brewed himself called Heaven's Juice. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. And you can just take all of this because we won't be needing it, obviously. We'll be gone, right. but he made oh, a great. lot of it. So, Oh, wow. It says right here, use it on your floors or just drink it. Whichever one you prefer. Okay. This is our leader. Um, oh, hello. Oh, and just, nice to yes, meet you. Hey. Hi, nice to nice meet you. To I meet. hope you enjoy Heaven's Juice. <laughs> yes, I hope um, you enjoy your travels. I can't wait. I've been waiting for this moment my whole life, to be honest. And I just wanted to give you one more quick thing. There's a lot of mad about you <laughs> stuff in this. A lot of Paul Reiser on the wall. Uh, so just don't mind that stuff. I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't clean this place. <laughs> What? I can't. I I I, uh, I cannot. I can't. But you can use Heaven's Juice. Yeah, no, it, that's not the problem. <laughs> I think Mad About You is a despicable piece of pop culture, and I, I can't be around oh. it. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, I, I'm here for everything Wait, else you do. If Mad About You isn't the best TV show ever made, maybe that asteroid isn't going to free us from all our earthly burdens. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Mad About You is the best TV show ever made. That's for yes, sure. I'm Heaven's Juice is based on it. <laughs> Dear leader, you told us that Mad About You is the perfect two-hander uh, sitcom of all time. And, and that man on the street shouted and said, no, it's moonlighting. And you had us follow him home and kill him and take out his entrails and... Write, oh, my God. Um, right, moonlighting Piggy on the wall. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, thank you so much. I won't say anything. Have a great, have a great day. Helen Hunt. 
Paul Reiser, a hilarious little New York apartment. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the guest star spots by Lisa Kudrow are, are ridiculous. They're, it's, it's obnoxious. Oh, Lisa Kudrow, we love her. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in that role. I feel like it's a little, it's a little, you know, it's a little break mm-hmm. the fourth Wally. And I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm saying this. Please don't hurt me. I, I, I just don't like it, so I have to go. Mm-mm. Of course, you'll never be hurt here, right? No one's ever hurt here. Well, not here. <laughs> Okay, then I'll just get in my car and leave then. Should we follow him? Of course. <laughs> yeah, why don't you take some Heaven's Juice and we'll force you to drink it downstairs. I'm on the fence about this whole group, but I do like cutting people up and writing Piggy on the walls. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Thank you, Mono. Great edit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Mad About You is perfect because I was sitting here. I was having flashbacks to like old Harold Knight improv shows where it was like, Okay, Spin City, no, that was too popular. Uh, like, Mad about you. <laughs> news radio, I don't know. Was no, Leah Thompson from the same era. Caroline in the City? Yeah. Oh, okay, Leah Thompson. Yes, I said it and then I immediately questioned it. And I couldn't, oh, I was. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, it was also the 90s. Sure so you were like, was Caroline Ray involved? I, I, feel was, like Caroline I wanted was, to say Caroline Ray also. Right? Me too. So she, she was in Buff, Buffy. She was in Sabrina, mm-hmm. right? Sabrina. Yes, that sounds mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And so she was in something else too, maybe later. Maybe she was in that one too. I don't remember. She's funny. Sybil in K- Caroline in the City? Oh, we. No, Sybil was in Sybil. <laughs> <laughs> what was that show with Sybil? <laughs> what was that show with Seinfeld? <laughs> Fuck. Uh,. I have the funniest for you for you page right now on my Instagram because <laughs> okay. it'll be like like videos uh, sadly of just like hot women but also uh-huh. like Greg Proops's Instagram keeps coming up. Uh- <laughs> and I'm like how did this cross <laughs> over <Same> demographic? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my entire <laughs> That was good. That was good. <laughs> I like this. What's like the weirdest thing on your discover page? I like this topic. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. I like won't click a video because I'm worried it'll start to affect my algorithm where I'm like, sure. Right. Yeah. Like the, I, I accidentally watched one video of like someone taking a pearl out of an oyster. And when you're scrolling mm. through, it looks incredibly gross. Like it looks like you're taking a cyst out, mm. like out of someone's body. And so those started popping mm. up and it was like, Jesus Christ, I don't want that just on there. Uh huh. Right. You know what I've started watching on TikTok a lot lately? Like, I went down the rabbit hole is first chiropractors because mm-hmm. oh, it's hilarious yes. to me that they they crack everyone's back, but they also have like a weird perversion about it where they're like, that was a good one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. You really cracked there. And they clearly just like love touching everybody a lot. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it's always like women in workout clothes mm. that are like who they're, you know, back cracking or whatever. But now from regular chiropractory, I've moved on to horse chiropractory. I thought you were going to say satanic. (laughs) (laughs) Satanic. Frankly. No, there's this guy that is literally a horse chiropractor that helps like, you know, race horses or or whatever kind of horses that people have money invested in. But he has to just like take their head over his shoulder and go like, it's okay. It's okay. Wow. (laughs) But but the horses always go like, 
Whoa. And then they like look really happy afterwards. And it's it's so bizarre. I recently so cried bizarre. over a chiropractic video <gasps> because it really? was this guy who was like, and I, I genuinely believe it, unless this person is an amazing actor. He was like in so much back pain. Yes. He was in so much back pain that he was just like, couldn't even get flat on the table. Like you, he was I getting flat on the table. Have you seen this? I think I just saw it. Yeah, he like yeah. gets flat and he's like, Ugh. and then the guy like cracks him and pulls his head, like pulls his damn head out of his, out of yes. his torso, like a Looney Tune. Yes. And he's like, I'm better. He, he gets like, yeah. he's yeah. like, and he's like hugging the chiropractic yeah. guy. I'm like, you saved my life. And it made right. me cry. And I was like, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> if this, made, <laughs> this made me cry. I need to go to sleep. This is sick. Right. I have no back problems. This doesn't help me at all. Yeah. I just need to go to sleep. That, that is wild. Did you guys ever get a massage and then have an emotional experience mm. around like, just like I've. I've only ever had like one professional massage and it was definitely like, I didn't have a full on like I had, but I've heard of that happening where it's like, I definitely Mm -hmm. felt like this is amazing. It feels really good. It did feel like emotionally Mm -hmm. good as well as just like physically, this is nice and relaxing, but I didn't Mm -hmm. have a like, Oh, I like recovered like a childhood, lost childhood memory or something, but Mm -hmm. I've, I've definitely heard of it. Releases trauma or something like that. Right. I've always wanted just a full, uncontrollable sob from like being touched in the right spot. I think that would be such like a, you would feel so refreshed afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had it from There's acupuncture, also- which is weird. Oh, Ooh. that doesn't surprise me at Tell all. I mean, I've, I've always wanted to try that. What happened? Like what, what was it like? It was wild. I don't know. It was wild. I was of course like embarrassed. Of course I was embarrassed. Like I was just like, I just like start like sobbing. Like I busted out mid acupuncture and the guy like left. I mean, I I think he sees it all the time. He just like left and he's like, take your time. It's totally normal. This happens all the time. Um, I just busted out. Yeah. I love the idea of just like, of like that sense of relief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I didn't know I was holding on to something and all of a sudden, totally. like I have relieved myself of it. It, it always kind of goes like, is this pseudosciencey stuff, whatever. But I'm also like, but I want, that. yeah, whatever that Absolutely. is. I know. However I need to get it. I, I don't care. I'm a, same as you. I'm a cynic seeking ultimate relief. Yeah. Yes. I saw uh, uh, there was a show on Netflix a while back that was like a goop show. It was like Gwyneth Paltrow and her company or whatever. Uh And they do all this like new agey, like the most crazy new age stuff that you need a million dollars to even do. Uh You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of obnoxious. But there's one that's like an energy healer and it's like Reiki ish, whatever. But they go like, this is your physical body, but your energy is much bigger than that. Mm. So I can like manipulate the energy or whatever. And I started watching it. I'm like, there's no fucking way. And the person that's like the goop person that's going along with it is like, okay, I'll try it. But I really don't think this is going to be like. And this uh, is a person who works at Goop. You know what I mean? So like their baseline for. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She's like, I work at Goop and I'm really working on the brand, but I'm a little more cynical than like I do the work. She's the scully of Goop. (laughs) Yes. yes. But then she's doing it. And all of a sudden he's like, he's like grabbing the air and doing this thing. And she's like, like, it looks like an exorcism. Uh Like this skeptical woman is like, her body is writhing around in like admittedly too sexual of a, like this guy is choosing what he's doing. You know what I mean? Why is it all weird? 
but it was, uh, I was like, I didn't believe in this and I probably still don't, but I'd give that a shot. Yeah. You know, I'm interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, Cause what if it's real right. and my cynicism yeah. is for 35 years, keeping me like blind to something that's cool, you know? Yeah. It's, I, I also think there's just something to like people paying close attention to other people in any form that's not like aggressive mm-hmm. or bad. You know what I mean? Like just sort of a, like mm-hmm. any amount of your get somebody is just sort of like, whether it's physically touching you or just like engaging with you in a very like unguarded way that mm-hmm. automatically feels amazing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, I right. think we're just in, we're so starved for that kind right. of thing for just some other person to just truly just be like, I'm just with you right now. Just, this is what is happening. This is everything, you know, is like, uh, really powerful. It's leading into a very funny, I'm really leading us into a very, I'm just like, truly just like Uh, connection uh is so important. And (laughs) I believe it. I agree. But I remember I read this book called, it was a long time ago now called loneliness. I saw, I was reminded of it because I saw something going around where people were saying like, yeah, there's this pandemic of loneliness and there already was. And then COVID made it worse, all of which I believe to be true. But like that, like, and they were, somebody was saying like, I had no idea this was true, but I knew it because I read this book, which was that isolation and loneliness have like physical effects. They're like physical, like physical problems. And this is like a scientific thing. And it will like, I think they was saying in the article, it's like, as bad as 15 cigarettes a day if you are experiencing like wow. social isolation basically wow, right. and i remember when i read this book i bought it like before i was in the relationship that i'm currently in when i was just like single and i was on like a comedy tour and i was at a mall in like iowa city iowa or something like that <laughs> and it was raining outside and i was like in this bookstore just like drifting around trying to kill time and i just saw a book called loneliness and i was like yep that'll do it and that was just also seems the most- like i was placed in this spot for exactly <laughs> right, this reason exactly. <laughs> and then like but then did read that book and then ever since then i reference it all the time because i'm like it explains so much mm. about everything yeah. and why everyone i don't know just it, it just explains a lot but it was also the most ironic, or just like not ironic, but like on the nose purchase I've mm-hmm. ever made in my life. <laughs> was there anything from that book that you took and made like a conscious change? Was there any like one, you know, pearl that you bring with you that you always try to remember or something? Um, I mean, I think the idea that it's a feedback loop and that, or it's at least given me a lot of empathy, both for myself and for other people of like, if you are not in, it's, it's. It reminds me of that line in the Smiths song where it's sort of like he, where he says something to the effect of like, um, uh, and there's a club and you want to go, you might meet someone that will really love you. So you go and you stand on your own and you leave on your own and you go home and you cry and you want to die. Where it's just like mm-hmm. the idea of like reaching out for, for connection, but then because you're not in the practice of having connection, it makes it harder mm. to find it because you're kind of like in right. your head or you feel weird or you feel whatever, you just feel way more pressure. And then that, it's like this self-sustaining thing and that just being really sad and giving me, I guess, a lot of empathy for hopefully like both myself at the time and in times like since when I've felt other forms of loneliness besides just like the romantic kind, but also, yeah, just the idea that like it, it can, it, and just how sad that is of sometimes like if you haven't had a thing for a long time, that will make the Mm -hmm. eventual getting of it harder. It just seems totally unfair. Totally. Totally. Real. Yeah. I think that's a very familiar thing. I um <clears throat> totally relate to that and feel like that and it and it also becomes like almost 
like its own virus or cancer where it want like loneliness wants to stay lonely for some reason. Mm. And it like wants to live through that mm-hmm. filter of loneliness or depression or whatever, where it's like, mm-hmm. no, no, you don't want to get out of bed. This feeling is good to be so like sullen and angry about everything or whatever. Um, <laughs> this loneliness has made yeah. you weird. Are you sure you want to try again? Yeah. Be yeah. Weirder than you once were. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to unlearn that. I like comfort. Like fear is a place of comfort for me. And mm. I feel like maybe we all, I don't know. I certainly feel that just being like fear is a place of comfort. So like, um, uh, and um, you, here's the mind fuck. And even with anxiety or anything like that, we have the keys to let ourselves out of this jail cell. Right. You have the keys in your hand. But you're not like, we're not letting ourselves out. Like you could just you built the cell. You built the cell. Yeah. You could just feel yeah. good. Like, sure, I have anxiety and all this stuff, but if I wanted to, I I totally have the choice to at least start feeling good about things, but I'm just used to feeling weird and anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I do if I don't have my little anger with me? Yeah. Who am I then, you know? Comfort. Yeah. I didn't know how much comfort was a part of my brain until I dug deeper into therapy, but I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it's just such a place, like even, even this shitty place is a place of comfort and... Mm-hmm. biologically my body likes that yeah mm-hmm. totally but also it's like every i think like everybody is like that to one degree or just like literally yeah. all of our brains are like we just literally our brain just wants to take the easy way it just does like it always is going to go right. to like this is just the the path of least resistance like mm-hmm. you know and it's so it's hard to like um to beat that because it also like makes sense on a level <laughs> yeah yeah like totally. familiar is always just going to do what it's used to unless you actively go like Stop doing, and then it's like, and then it's annoying because I'm just to say this is somebody that's been in therapy for 10 years, like, and meditates and all this shit where you're like, I want to just have the progress be linear and forever. <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. So right. not. Right. It sucks. That so sucks. <laughs> right. Um, but I figured it out. Why yeah. don't I feel better? Right. It's like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think we had a big breakthrough today um and um go ahead the tissues are still there if you need them um and w- we did it i think you're done with therapy that was really great <laughs> what what that was really um great and you you i think you really discovered that a lot of your main problems are projecting your own truth about yourself which is a self-hatred onto yeah. what you think other people are going to feel yeah. And um, now that you know that, um, I, all I can do is give you an A plus and say you, 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 you're fixed and go out there and you did it. Congrats. Thanks. What, what do you want me to work on for next week? You, look, I have never done this before. You hit the apex, baby. I'd just be stealing your money from now on. I, I feel like Maybe you could come in and I could learn something from you almost because this is it, this breakthrough here. I mean, Uh, no, no, I don't. I thank you. Thank you. I feel so good. I feel great right now. It's emotional. It's tiring. It's validating to hear you say this, but 
isn't this whole thing like kind of like working out? Like you gotta you gotta kind of keep doing it. No, no, because those are muscles. But this is just your your body, your head. It's your uh, who you are. You know. But yeah, of course, to get as buff as you are, which is I don't know if this is crossing the line, but wow, <laughs> it uh, absolutely is. <laughs> okay, well, we, uh, but we know, and now you probably won't maybe hit the gym as much because we know so much of that was to make yourself look a way that you thought people wouldn't hate you. All right. So what I'm hearing is you felt sexualized by your former therapist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he told me I was, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. But I I told him about it. You know, I confronted it right in the room. So that sounds amazing. Yep. Um, Yeah, you did. That's so that's that one extra problem that you had and you're good. You're good, buddy. No. What? Stop! No. If it's We're is it twelve cool if minutes, I have my in. receptionist bring the champagne in. This is twelve minutes into our first session. No, stop! Isn't this a wedding song? <laughs> you married. You're at the end of the road. It's like just like marriage is permanent and for good forever. What you've done here today is permanent and good forever. You did it. You married yourself. And, no, uh, I have other stuff to talk about. Ha- Do you just want to kick it or? <laughs> I, 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 this fully, this leads right into feeling objectified as a person, which I feel has connections to how my mother viewed vanity culture. Yep. <laughs> no, don't just say yup. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for being here. My name is David and I have been cured. By my psychologist. Um, Hi, David. You guys all being here. Hi, David. Hello. Hey, David. And I'm just really struggling with being finished. You know what I mean? I my life is going great. I'm told. (laughs) Um, I just got a promotion because I was seeing my therapist through my work, and they let them know. And now I have a lot more responsibility, and I don't feel better. Mm -hmm. I think I just got to the end of my three year plan, and they sort of. Said I was better. Yeah. Um, so I'm feeling a little stressed about it. And mm. uh, I don't know. guess that's all I wanted to share. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing, David. Um, Thanks, David. Uh, oh, go ahead. I feel the same. Uh, I don't want to take too much time. I just want everyone to know that I've been to six therapists now. And- Whew, I actually feel sorry. Let me interrupt you. I feel a lot lighter after that. Nice. Oh, you do? That was really great. I think I'm going to grab a donut and get out of here. Thank you, guys. Oh. Yeah, you, oh. you did great. I think we're done with you. That was what? Great. I appreciate that. Me too. What? No, no. We'll, we'll hear yours, but oh, um, okay. We'll go. We'll just quickly carry David out of here on the chair. This is a wedding song. I think this might be a wedding song. Stop this! Stop it! I think you might need to examine kind of like what's your hang up with weddings. Why are wedding? What do weddings bring up for you? I would love to. I would love to. But then every therapist I go to group, dismisses me. This is for no! people who are perfected by infinite. No! They beat the game of therapy. Fuck you guys. Okay, I'm sensing some anger. Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Um, well, welcome back. Um, you're looking good as ever. I'm glad to hear you have a new problem, I guess. But um, we'll see if we can get yeah. to the bottom of it. So what yeah. what is your problem here that you got kicked out of Yeah, um, a perfect person I, group? Yeah, it was in the fixed <laughs> persons group. Yeah. And I kind of... I think I self-sabotaged myself. Oh, wow. Into not accepting that I could be done and perfect. You nailed it. And so early, uh-huh. I guess. 
<laughs> is this the therapy song? <laughs> yeah, Hava Nagila means you have a good gila, which is your brain. And your brain. <laughs> no, no, fuck therapy. I'm never going to any kind of therapy again. <laughs> You have a good deal. No, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Let me just get out of, walk out of this clear door. Oh! <laughs> ah. Check out that guy. No. No, I'm sorry. I just laughed like that because I was laughing at myself. Laughing mask guy. Oh, my guy. God. No. No, Hashtag it was. It's laughing mask guy. No, no. Don't put your phone down. Do not record me. Oh, he did that in such a cool Brooklyn therapist's waiting room. <laughs> yeah, we see just a bunch of like writers, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I can't follow through on what I think about that. I don't know what it is. Fuck. I'm, I really enjoyed that chat, that chat, you guys. What a likewise. nice little uh, deep, a bit of emotional nice, sharing. Nice Thank nice you. Chat. Yeah. Um. Which begs the question, I hate saying this because we might have more time, but are we done, Ryan? Or is there, I'm looking at time I, whatever, and seeing what where we need? are. I think yeah. we're pretty, we're pretty close. And as all well-organized podcasts do, you just kind of wonder if you're done at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Did it feel good enough? Yeah, yes. yes, um, yes. I had a great time. I'll tell you that much. So thanks for being uh-huh. here, guys. It's great to see you. DC, um, is there anything you'd like to plug? I definitely uh, really enjoyed your, I don't know if it's your most recent, but your short story from a couple months ago. Oh, thanks, Dan. Um, the, about the uh, musician. Yeah. I'll plug that. Sure. I, um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, DC Pearson and then on Instagram at D-E-E-C-E-E Pearson because uh, I got an Instagram way too late to get my own name. And uh, in the link in my bio right now is a, uh, short story that I wrote that was published on Joyland magazine. It's kind of a weird, like David Lynchy Cohen brothers y thing that involves like country music and it's weird and it's short and it's funny. And uh if you like that kind of thing, check it out. Yeah, it. there's like a couple lines that made me laugh out loud in there and also like nod and be like, that was really good writing. I Oh thanks, man. People who listen to this podcast enough will know that I also like really fetishize people who can write uh like fiction in it and and <laughs> release books i really like envy that and uh am impressed by it so hey great job thank you i um i am trying to remember how to do it <laughs> like anything yeah. else i guess like working out right um right. mo mono is there anything you'd like to plug yeah um you know if you like podcasts i gotta say i feel like y'all should listen to the podcast i do uh, especially i would say we love trash with betsy sodaro because we have yeah. a great time there we do a lot of improv. We do a lot of stupid stuff. Didn't you so. guys just get high and try to memorize the Constitution? <laughs> I yes, saw that. We did. <laughs> we did. And we only got through the preamble. We all, That's, like, pretty just, like, That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess. It was, yeah, it's really fun. It's so fun. It's just like, just <laughs> like amazing. y'all's pod. It's just like a very open space to be creative with your bestie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, was, I have to go recommend that and just follow me at my name. On the social medias, if you want more, uh, more of that, more of that foolishness. And you know you will. You know you will. But other, 
Yeah, now you're somebody out there is like, no, there's too much fun, enjoyable stuff in my life. <laughs> yeah, there's too much. Yeah. Fuck yeah, out of here. Too out much here. fun in the world. I'm mad about you. Well, thank you both. Uh... <laughs> oh no, no. And scene. Okay, let's do the plugs at the end of the show. And... Okay, plugs, plugs, plugs. Well, thank you both so much for being here. Yes. Uh, hilarious as always, and great to see and you guys. And thanks everybody and... for listening. Ooh. We want to do those big special thanks to Annie Wu for our logo. Hannah Rehack for our social media and production help. Brian Holmes for our production help. And Casey Trailer for the theme song. Rock and roll, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.